We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, yes. Welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Brian Mazarowski with uh, you, and so is my good friend Joe Beamer. Ah, great, back in the studio. Great to be back on uh, the Beamaz and Beamer show. I, uh, yeah, I'm glad to have you back, Joe. It's going to be a fun, uh, we're back together for what, three days? Three days. Which uh, is a long stretch for this show. That's a record. Uh, <laughs> well, glad to have you here. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the week after the holiday week. I don't know, but July 4th through Labor Day, I mean, that's that's the summer. That's the yeah. summer malaise. Yeah, a lot of mailing it in between now and that's, Labor Day. You know, I was, that's what I was going to say, yes, but yeah. I didn't want to go that far. Uh, you I'll, did I'll it for, for me. you. Yeah. You know what I mean out there. Come on. That's uh, it's the type of uh, that time of year where you're just kind of, uh, even if you can't mail it in, you're at least thinking about it. You wish you could. That's right. That's right. Uh, but no, it's a fun time. Hope everyone had a great holiday weekend. It was great weather for it. And I uh, was watching the hot dog eating a little bit yesterday because, you know, we had uh, Ronnie Hartman on. That's Megabyte right. Megabyte Ronnie. 20th in the world. Local guy. Uh, competitive eater. He was back there at Coney Island yet again for the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Finished 15th, I believe. 25 hot dogs, so pretty impressive. I find 25 to be very impressive. Um, not, you know, near the top, though, unfortunately, because the winner again, Joey Chestnut, who eats 62, 63 hot dogs. 15th straight year that he wins this competition. It's unbelievable. He did so with uh, only one foot. He had a cast around his leg. Yep. He was on crutches. And he choked out a protester who jumped on the stage. It might be his most impressive victory. I. It was the greatest. Yeah. It was the best. Um, I, I mean, number 15, you're thinking, ah, this is getting a little stale. Is there any young blood to come in? No, no, no. What does he do? Shows up with one foot and uh, uh, knocks out a protester on the stage. Yeah. And continues to crush 63 hot dogs. I mean, that's he, impressive. He 15 years ago, he came out of nowhere. Who, who was the uh, the competitive eater that was really popular before Kobe him? Kobayashi. Yes. And then it, it's people have forgotten about him. I mean, it's all Joey Chestnut all the time. It's uh, Kobayashi's really like the, uh, I'm trying to think of like what, who to compare this to in other sports. Like he's the innovator. Like, Kobayashi is, like, the first guy to throw the forward pass in football. Oh, okay, yes. And Joey Chestnut Perfected is, it. Yeah, Joey Chestnut is Jim Kelly. Yeah. You know, that's, that's like, the way it goes. I like that. It's, um, you know, Kobayashi was 
Gordie Howe and Joey Chestnut's Wayne Gretzky. There, there you know, go. He just paved the way for him, showed you how to choke down a couple of hot dogs really fast. Now, in competitive eating, now you were talking to Ronnie last week, in competitive eating, when does age start to play a factor? You know, because you think of athletes, right? Late 30s, you know, mid-late 30s, they start slowing down. When does the ability to cram 63 hot dogs, when does that, uh, when does age start stopping that or slowing that down? Or do you get better because your stomach stretches out over time? Ah, That's a good point. (laughs) I mean, time will tell. Yes. We'll find out. Uh, But congratulations to Joey Chestnut. But Joe, I was saying earlier today, I... I figured this out yesterday, and next to, you know, competitive eating isn't for everybody. There should be a stage next to the hot dog eaters that's, like, for dads, and it's hot dog peelers, and it's just all of, what are you chewing? I got something. I'm sorry. I should have turned my mic off. (laughs) It's been a week and a half. What's going on here? I didn't think anyone could hear that. Go on. It should be hot dog <laughs> chewers or, or peelers, not chewers. Right. <laughs> but that's, it's like dads peeling in the hot dog for your kids. How many, like, you know, very hot hot dogs can you peel the skin off of in five minutes? And that's the competition for, like, that should be the Father's Day competition instead of July 4th. Yeah, I like that one. Or, not five, how about is in the time that takes Joey Chestnut to finish 63, how many hot dogs have you peeled? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you go right alongside. I actually think that should be in the middle of the lemonade uh, contest and the hot dog contest. I forgot there's a lemonade contest, yeah. too. Yeah. That was very interesting to watch as well. They just, uh, you know, gallon of lemonade yeah. just down the hatch. Like yes. that. Yeah, but, you know, keep it up there. Just how many hot dogs can you peel? Because that's like, to me, that's the father skill that I've perfected over the past year or so. Just being able to take that hot, like off the grill hot dog, your fingers are burning, yeah. but still be able to really quickly de-skin the hot dog, rip it apart, put it on a plate, here you go. And Clean like, peel? No time flat. If you're really good at it, uh-huh. you can do it all in one. Uh, usually doesn't end up that way. <laughs> Sometimes because, you know, people will, they like to pretend they're at, you know, Ted's or something, and they chop up the hot dog when it's on the grill. And so sometimes you'll, you know, peel it, and you'll actually, you'll end up ripping the hot dog because Uh-oh. someone kind of, like, cut through the hot dog a little Someone's bit. Someone's getting a little too fancy. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, doesn't exactly work out. But I think I think I would be good at that. Is there something else? Uh, 803-0930 to join uh, myself and Joe Beamer this morning, and uh, you can let us know. Is there, There's got to be something that you can compete in. I'm not talking competitive eating. But you look at these people on the stage, and it's talked about every single year. It's on ESPN every year. Millions of people are tuning in every year. Too much people eat hot dogs. Like, are you kidding me? It sounds it's the stupidest thing ever. So you got to have something that you're good at that you say, listen, if people are going to tune in to watch someone eat a bunch of hot dogs, maybe I can get this to be the next big competition. You know, for me, I think hot dog peeling, right? Hot dog peeling. I can peel this many hot dogs in five minutes. And you know what? If people will watch uh, someone eat a hot dog, maybe they can throw this on TV, too. Yeah. What is that for everybody else out there? I would say for me, it's something that it's something I do every morning. It's called, uh, well, I mean, before I start working, of course, it's called Hurdle, and they play a second of a song, and you have to guess the song. I'm very good at that. And if that was a competition, I feel 
against a group of people, I could name more songs quicker than the other group of people. They just play like a blip? Yeah, they play a blip, and then, you know, on Hurdle, it's, it's you, you you can name it in a second, or you get to play, press skip and skip. If you don't get it in 10 seconds, you didn't win this week, this uh, this game. I feel like I could actually make, like, the more I think about this, it's just I would be making, like, a summertime dad Olympics. Yes. With the events, and it would just, it would be peeling the hot dog. It would be, uh, everyone would have to have, like, the same weight of kid, but how many times in a row can you, in a pool... Throw your kid up in the air and like catch him and splash him down the water, Ooh. like just like over no pauses. So it's just like the ultimate shoulder workout. You're just throwing up, catching, coming back down, throwing up, catching, coming back down. You have to catch him each time. How many times in a row can you do that in a big Olympic pool? Yeah, just, group, just group of, any pool. Just yeah. I mean, that's like event number two. Event number three, cut the grass. <laughs> I don't know. You know, <laughs> we're, we're, this is a work in progress. Yeah. But, those would, those would be my two things that I, I think I could do well at. Mow the grass on a, with a standing lawnmower would have to be the competition because there's already the the um, sitting lawnmower races on oh, ESPN. Oh, yeah, regular lawnmower. Yeah, regular lawnmower. Yeah, yeah. It, you have to cut the grass. The lawnmower races are just like races, though. Right. This is like a race. You have to cut everything. Right. And trim everything, too. But I feel the bigger competition is you got to be walking with the new balances on you got to be walking, and you have to actually cut some grass. Yes, that's yeah. you can't just ride this thing around and go fast. <laughs> I, had to, I had to see that so there was some work, right? There was some work done there. But I don't know. That's my. Uh, I think you could throw Dad Olympics on some point in the summer. I mean, what was on after uh, hot dogs? Well, they, repl- they replayed the lemonade con- uh, contest, and then I think cornhole was on. Cornhole, spike ball, like all those backyard games. Like, there was a baseball game at some point yesterday. I think you could throw on uh, Dad Olympics, Dad Summer Games. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, ESPN News has really become the Ocho, so we could probably just find something to put on there. You ever watch the Lumberjack competitions? I can't say that I have. Oh, those are the best. I have, like, immense respect for all those people who do that. I mean, you just got to have the biggest shoulders in the world to – it's like – Chopping down logs in, I don't know, 20 different ways. There's one you have to saw, you have to stand on top of one and, uh, you know, hurl it with Sounds an axe intense. and cut it. You have to, you know, side chop one with an axe and get it cut down. You have to do all these different things and uh, chop wood in like that amount of time. Uh, uh, there's chainsaw, but you have to like keep doing it. I It would be unbelievable. Someone says, uh, sunscreening your kids. And then, yeah, and then it would be judged after, like, two hours. <laughs> you see how well you can do it. Right. You can't, like, do it. You'd have to do... Um, no spray sunscreen. You'd have That's to do a cheating. timed sunscreen Yes. to begin with. How fast can you do it? And then at the end of two hours, you see, and for each square inch of red... On your kid, that's a second to um, added to your time. Yes, yes. not a second <laughs> deducted. Yeah, <laughs> the second added to your time. I like that. At the end of the day, there you go. We got three events already. I'd be all for that. I like it. I mean, I, I, I'd watch it. I, I can't compete, but I would watch it. Yeah. Um. I, I think. Uh, I feel like another event that's going to take place here. We should do. It's going to be a new show. Now, I there's a lot of these shows out there. Uh, House Hunters was the one that was like uh, the first. 
to the scene. Everyone loved house hunters. You get to look at other people's houses. Right. Then there's a million, like, property, fix it up. We're brothers and we fix up houses. We're Canadians and we fix up houses. We're, you know, anything under the sun and we fix up a house and it's a miracle transformation. Hey, we'll fix up your backyard. Hey, we'll do this on a budget. Hey, we're married and have kids and we fix up a house. You know, all these shows, they're the same thing. We'll get your neighbors to come fix up your house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's (laughs) the whole neighborhood fixes up a house. We send you to Disney. Uh, So that show's been done like a million times before. Right. There's, oh, the new one is uh, it's House Hunters mixed with Trash TV. Uh, that my wife watches now. It's on Netflix. She's addicted to it, and it's just—it's like the—it's uh, like Housewives meets House Hunters. Really? Yeah. When it's just all these people who you'd never want to share two minutes with in your life sell houses, and that's, <laughs> that's the, the the worst people in the world sell houses. And there's an hour show. But anyways, these shows are very popular. Jeff. Yes. I think the next big one is going to be not houses, but office space. I think you're right. It's like, here you go. We have uh, 50,000 square feet of office space. Uh, I'm going to figure out, I'm a Canadian, or I'm a family, <laughs> you know, or this is a neighborhood. I'm in the, I'm in the office next door. Yeah, and we're going <laughs> to figure out how to best use this. Like, what's the best reuse for this office space that no one's going to actually use to work anymore? There's going to be a lot of empty space to be doing those shows because one by one, Brian... Offices are deciding, you know what? We don't really need to be in the office five days a week. And as we've seen here at Odyssey, we don't really need that space. Let's put up a wall. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But then what do you do with that space? Exactly. I mean, that's a big question. So uh, for people out there, I mean, what does it look like if you're an office worker? What does it look like in your office today? I mean, today would be very interesting, right? Yeah. How many people just took the week off? Let's be. Yeah. How what, what did your office look like at the end of May before people started taking summer vacation? What does it look like and what's going to happen in the future of it? Because there's so many of these spaces that just no one uses anymore. The stories are all over this place. And I feel like there's got to be a good reuse for some of this office space. Yeah. Here's one, you know, pop off uh, the you know top of your head answer. We wedding venues. Joe, you've gotten married recently. Yes, I. You know, it wasn't too long ago I was getting married. It was crazy trying to find a venue for the wedding if you want to, you know, not have it at your home. To try and find a wedding venue that wasn't one ridiculously expensive, right? Which they're all. You know, you're not. That's you're not going to find one. Or, but two <laughs> available, right? Because there's only so many spaces. And people are getting married all the time. And there's only two days of the week that people want to get married. That's another issue, yes. One day, really. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. And the other days are like, yeah, you know, we'll do it, but give me a discount. Friday's nice. Sunday, I've been to Sunday weddings when you had to work on Monday, let me tell you. I mean, this Sunday would have been nice. Yeah, a holiday Sunday. But aside from that, it gets a little rough. So what you could do with all this office space is redo it into a wedding venue. And here's the greatest thing about that is you don't, you know, say it's us. You don't have to sell that off to somebody else. A wedding venue, I feel like it's very simple to do things the right way. Whatever your company is, whether it be this company that we work for or Kinko's, I feel like you can kind of pull it off. I think a wedding so. event space. Yeah. They're bringing in their own... Everything. Pretty much everything. <laughs> DJ. 
Yep. But, you know, all you have to do is uh, get some fancy lighting, which we've shown here. We can do that, like, in a day's notice. Get some mood lighting. Yes. You know, it, it doesn't take on that. Light up the pillars uh, that are inside the office. Make it look pretty nice. Drag in some tables and chairs. Yep. You have a space set up for a DJ and a dance floor and for everybody to eat. That's right. And in late night snacks, we have a vending machine. There, there you go. <laughs> You're there. Yeah. So there's, you know, office rescue number one. Just turn it into a wedding venue. And you'll probably be booked most Saturdays throughout the summer. Right. People are looking. I'll tell you one that, that you know, everyone always jumps to. Oh, why don't we make it into mixed use, into housing? Well, eventually, you know, there, there's too much office space to make every empty office building a hotel or apartments. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that's been done, and you go downtown, it's been done uh, to a great extent, and they look amazing. But eventually, you're going to run out of people that need – if you make every office building – that is getting empty, that has empty space, and you turn that all into residential or hotels, eventually you're going to have too much space. Uh, too many. So, yeah, that's a great idea, but we, you need something more than that. There's a lot of empty office space, and that was going into the pandemic. Now coming out when you have places like Fidelis, Highmark, uh, saying, hey, you can work from home uh, to most of the employees. Geico. Brian, Geico has two big buildings right down the street and no plans to return their employees to the office. So we're talking a about a huge amount of space. Yeah, we're talking about a, a lot of empty office There's space. There's a church right next door. If you want to do the wedding venue thing, you're right there. That's right. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to change parking lots. You can just walk over, which is great for everybody. I know. Yeah. Uh, but I like can, that. I Is there a more overused term than mixed use? No. It's like you go past anything that's being built. And someone in the car will undoubtedly go, oh, what do you know what that's going to be? And I just say every time, oh, probably mixed use. Yeah, always. <laughs> that's always. what they always say. Yep. <laughs> I mean, hey, what are they doing to every mall that they're going to redo? Oh, we're going to reformat this. Mixed use. Mixed use. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's just we're mixing all the uses. Right. We're going to put it in there. It's going to have a lot of different things. It's, it's gonna, <laughs> we're not going to put ourselves in a corner, right? right? Mixed use. That's right. It's easy zoning if you say mixed use. It'll all be one thing, but for right now, mixed use, we're going to say. It's going to be the best idea. But, you know, I think of what about the people that are mid-construction, right? Or something that they had put the money into and they started in 2019. Because, Brian, if you look around, you have office buildings that have just been built uh, mixed use. You have the the apartment buildings that have offices at the bottom of it, and now you have people leaving the office, mm -hmm. and you still have these buildings. There's one on transit going up right now. These buildings that are being under construction for office space. It's one across from us. That's right. Right now, the old uh, McGregor's Friendly's uh, Ponderosa Hooters. Yeah. It's, it's going to be something. Which, that mega restaurant? <laughs> just put it all together yeah. that would be great uh, mcgregor's hooters ponderosa friendlies you got a you bar, satisfy everyone ice cream uh buffet yes. and wings and you know whatever else comes with all that <laughs> um but what would you do someone saying indoor farming and with marijuana about to be legalized you're going to need some more indoor farms yes so there you go there's number two indoor farming you are the star of the show we're calling it Office Brothers. You can't call it Office Space. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could, actually. And people would forget. That's actually perfect, Joe. People who like the movie would think 
that they're tuning into the movie. Right. But they're not. And that's how you get them hooked. Oh, oh. Office Space is on. Click. Oh, it's not this, but I'm too lazy to change the channel. That's not Bill Lumberg. That's <laughs> you're you're the executive producer of Office Space. What are you reusing the Office Space for? What's your big transformation project? 803-0930, BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, hey, welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer back together on this Tuesday, July 5th. Hope everyone had a great weekend, enjoyed some of the weather, maybe enjoyed some music over the weekend as well. However you enjoyed it, uh, glad to have you back here on a Tuesday, a short week for all, shorter for others. And uh, we've been talking about uh, another thing that's decreasing, not only the days of the week, but people in the office and office buildings and office spaces around Western New York. More and more, Brian, you see this uh, offices saying, we've got the space, you know, we're trying to sublet it, but we still have a floor that's completely empty. And the next question is, well, now that we're refitting malls and all the shopping spaces uh, with different things to do, what are we going to do with the empty office space around Western New York? It is interesting some of these places that are like subleasing out their space when you're, you know, say you're looking for office space and you go to one of these spaces. And I can't imagine the conversation where you're talking, you know, to somebody, oh, you know, why are you moving out of this space? Well, you know, it turns out we don't really need to work in an office. Uh, we don't need all the space. I'm like the person uh, who's looking at the office going, oh, well, maybe we don't need it yeah. either. <laughs> maybe I should t- discuss this first. <laughs> maybe. Then why am I here? If, right. If you don't need this. Um, no, it's it's very interesting. You have uh, some places that are uh, all the way back in the office, and now they're able to move into you know 
better spaces. Right. Um, you know, maybe it's a slightly bigger space. Maybe it's a place that you were in, you know, some, I don't know, some place uh, a little more of a remote area. You're able to move closer to downtown. Uh, yep. You're able to do this. So it's great for people who actually do want to be back in the office. But, I mean, for so many of these places, you're going to have to find some other sort of use for this office space. Right. Um, unless we're totally misreading the situation and what we're seeing in place in place or, or around here where we are in terms of cars that are in the parking lot is out of the norm but i don't think so no uh, it sounds like you're gonna have to find a a way to kind of i don't know come up with a better use for this office space yeah i mean obviously before the uh before 2020 you know, there's a lot of offices here. There was the, the we would leave when we got here, Brian. There weren't many cars, but when we would leave, the uh, parking lot would be packed. We have not had that day in two years. That has not happened in two years uh, with this office uh, complex. So it begs the question. You know, uh, more and more people. I'm not gonna say are working home. Maybe working a hybrid schedule, and that's another reason for less office space. Well, I only have my employees coming in two or three days a week, and you know, they're not. They're not the two schedules aren't running into each other. Why do I need all this office space? Because if we know one thing, people aren't going to pay for space that they're not going to use. Um, it'll be very interesting. Like I said, you can't make everything residential. You can't make everything a hotel. Uh, there needs to be other ideas out there. And we have some amazing developers here in Western New York. Doug Jamal, Rocco Termini. Uh, so there are people here that have that mindset. It's just going to be interesting uh, what different ideas we run into because you can drive down Maple Road here in Amherst and find a lot of empty office space. And there is a lot of ingenuity going on, right, when it comes to using certain spaces yep. a little bit differently. Uh, like look at down Chandler Street, some of what's been built there. You know, event space, a little bar and restaurant. And, I mean, who would have thought a pool in that area yeah, that's would right. ever survive? A day club. Not me. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I certainly would not have the vision or the idea to do something like that. So, come on, someone with vision. You're the uh, executive producer of the hit new show, Redesigning Office. Um, what do you make the office into if you're watching that show? Which I do think someone should get on, by the way. I'm I'm actually surprised that HGTV has not brought that on yet. I mean, come because on, your office space. A lot of the office space can probably you look at Seneca Tower, actually probably can be uh, turned into apartments and things oh, it, like that. It sure can, but eventually you're going to run out of yeah people that want to live in an apartment because not only will you refit the office buildings, you have a ton of apartment buildings going up around Western New York. You know, I can think of three places right now where you have these huge complexes uh, being built. Would you ever like to, um, in Denver, a buddy who lives out in Denver, and one of his old apartments uh, was basically a stone's throw from where he worked. So they had, like, their kind of their big tech hub. And, you know, right in that same area, they had, you know, apartments. And there's some other things, like little restaurants kind of in the area. But he basically lived right where he worked for a long period of time where he it's like a five minute walk and you're right there in the office what if some places did that and you know seneca tower is probably the best example of this where you have a lot of office space 
and also right in the same building, I mean, you wouldn't even have to leave the building. Right. You know, your shorts and a T-shirt. Take the, the elevator to work. Yeah, yeah, take the elevator to work. That kind of thing. Would you like to, you know, say this place. I mean, this is actually kind of a perfect example. Because I could see this being, uh, you know, in our studios here in Amherst, being a somewhat desirable place to live. If they, you know, made some apartments out of some of the unused office space. Oh, here. yeah. I can but think we, of- we still worked here. Would you like that? Yes. You would? Yes, I, I would be all for that. If 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 Odyssey tomorrow announced that they were moving into the first floor of the building I live in now, uh, I would be probably the happiest of anyone. Really? Yes. I don't know. I would go back and forth. Uh, that idea of, I mean, literally living when you well, where you work. And I'm not talking about the home office, because that's a totally different thing right. in, in its entirety. Even your actual office. Being in or in the same building or near where you work. in Without having to go on a road, yes. basically, is what I'm I'd talking love that. about. In the same complex, you could drive within a parking lot, yeah. <laughs> or you know, it's on the same little outlet, but you're basically living right next to where you work, like if you would like that. Now, I think for me, it's a little, it's always hard to answer these questions when you're asking normal people. Uh, given the time that we get into work, right? Right. Because if I'm looking at this, I'd say, well, anything that gives me an extra 20 minutes of sleep. I was thinking the same thing. Right. Yep. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, that pushes it over the edge. So for me, instead of waking up at three, whatever, you know, maybe you, you can push it. I can wake up at four, basically roll into the office or something right. like that. Um, you know, wake up and you know it's that quick little ride. Or maybe you, you keep the same uh, thing, and I have time. Early in the morning to, I don't know, grab a snack or a bagel. Or, know, are places even open now that early in the morning? No. We, we, we go on the air when most place, breakfast places open. So um, so there would be that to it. But well, yeah. if I didn't work super early in the morning, I don't know if I'd like – I kind of like having – I think Buffalo has the perfect commute for most people, You know, assuming you don't live – um, you know, in North Tonawanda and work in Hamburg or something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's a little... Like, uh, but for most people, I think generally, like, you have the perfect commute. And I do like a little bit of commute. Like, I do like a little bit of that period of... I think I might have talked about this a couple of years ago when I came back. You know, you're working from home all the time. There is something to, all right, you're done with work. And let's work is not always, uh, you know peaches and rainbows it's sometimes a little grating and sometimes it's nice to have just that cool down period maybe you're listening to uh some music you listen to a show you're listening to us you're doing something like that but you're driving around and you have that period to just like kind of ooh, you you go from work mode to home mode while you're on the road and i think there is something to have that where if i lived and worked in the same space you know, if they all of a sudden turned some of this unused office space into apartments and you were able to move right here and just within the same building, roll out of bed, not put a winter coat on, not scrape off the car. You know, you get all those really nice things in the winter. I still think I'd like a little bit more separation. Yeah, you know, you bring that up because I, I do. I 
love the time in the car. You're right. It's the cool down, especially on a bad day. And it could be the other way around. Maybe you had a, a, a bad day, something happened, and you need that. You need just to you know, have some time to yourself on the drive into work, right? It, it is nice to have that cool down period because, Brian, no one likes someone that brings all their you – know, no one wants to bring all their work problems home, right? I mean, obviously, people want to leave work at work and not bring it home. And that, and that car ride gives you that moment to just get it all out. And then you get home and you're in a great mood. Okay, it's not always 100% necessary, but I, I just sure. think it's nice to have a little cool down period. Yeah. And so, like, get your mind straight. Like, what am I supposed to do when I get home? Like, what am I, you know, what do I have to do with the rest of my day? Like, there is that kind of thing that I, it's like that self um, reflection that you have in the car on the way home. See, but you say that, I mean, I, but I say that, and I can still think if they turned this in and, and Odyssey stayed right here and we could walk to work and they built apartments, they put a gym in, they had a bar, a restaurant, I couldn't think of a better place to live. <laughs> so See, I, I wouldn't like it. I say one thing and I'm like, ah, I can get all that stuff under one roof. Would you ever leave? Like, that's a problem. Then w- would you just like stay in this one little corner? I'd go on. I'd go on vacation <laughs> to <laughs> to Taco Bell. I was going to say like, <laughs> to uh, to downtown or to uh, West Seneca or something. I get out and about to more places than just the gym and a restaurant. I know, but if you didn't have to, I could see you totally hermiting into this little uh, area. Uh, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't miss. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't miss sporting events. Those would be your little uh, jaunts yeah, outside st- into the real world. I'd still go to Blacksburg. It, it would be like living in the Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> you're but just at on least your you little know it. thing. <laughs> yeah, you're just aware. Yeah. And there's even more cameras because it's 2022. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're always but doing that kind of thing. I think of the of the empty space that's right under us. I uh, I would, if that opened up, if they built that into a living, uh, you know, Two bedrooms, a big, you know, two bathrooms. Oh my gosh, I'd be, I'd be there tomorrow. What do you think about this comment that just came in on the text board? Could you ever call in sick? Would somebody just come knocking on your door if you lived in the same place that you worked? In in normal, you go, t- you call in sick, and then you take the elevator down. You just happen to step in with one of your coworkers, <laughs> like, hey, uh, <laughs> I was getting medicine at the pharmacy they put in the same building. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I right. It's got. Yeah. I mean, there's there's that to it too. I like what somebody else said. Affordable apartments, not low income, but affordable for twenty ish year olds. I mean, that's a big complaint, right? Rent is just way. I yeah. mean, it's so high that it's tough to. You're just out of college. It's tough to afford a place. I to, think what this person is describing is a dorm. Yeah. Well, to, to, <laughs> that's an affordable apartment for a twenty year old. To quote a former. Um, gubernatorial candidate the rent is too damn high and you know you have these these controlled rent right down the street controlled rent for students um buildings but what about having something like that again not low income but controlled for people that are just out of college um because you're seeing a lot more people get out of college and where are they going they're going home because now they're out of college they don't have that big paying job and they're in tons of debt yeah, a couple of interesting ideas. We'll go to Mary. Mary's on WBEN. All right, Mary, what do you think? You have a big old office space, and you have a reality show where you get to do whatever you want with it. Uh, what are you turning it into? Um, I, I just wanted to comment uh, on um, what you said. You're mentioning, uh, unless I misheard, uh, you're mentioning developers and everything, and I don't think you mentioned Ellicott Development. Well, they haven't mentioned uh, any developers. Their their elegant development is definitely right up there as well. Yeah, they uh they put the uh, the Mosey building on Main Street, 
stayed there during COVID. So there you go. I mean, yeah. and people are thinking of new-ish things to do. Right. A lot of that got sidetracked, though. I mean, think about what was going to be um, a, a perfect example of this, right? The Riverworks project. That's right. That is something I, I'm still amazed thinking about that as somebody who's lived in Western New York my entire life, because there is something that sounded outlandish. Like, here we are. It's just this old, you know, factory. It's this old slab. And here's somebody. All right, we're going to turn it into we're going to have hockey rinks here. We're going to have a place for concerts. It's going to be a big bar and restaurant and an attraction. And we're I mean, we're going to do a million things in here. And I think anybody would have said, yeah, okay. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. You know, oh, oh, you're going to use the grain silos as, you know, like a brewery or something like, yeah, okay. That's a nice plan. Good vision. And it opened within like six months. Right. Of, I mean, not everything was in place immediately, but it was open like that uh, before you could even take a look at all the list that they wanted to do with that. And it was amazing. And to my mind, it's one of the only, like, that Harbor Center was another one that was like, all right, we're going to do this. Here's what we're going to do. And then they did it. Right. And yeah. it was there. Yep. Um, but those two projects, which happened pretty close in time to it, I mean, it was both about 10 years ago almost when they, these things got off the ground, seven years ago or so. I was amazed. I mean, here's a vision that I, I, very few people would have of something to do, and they actually got it done. You think of next to Riverworks, that was going to happen. You look back at 2019, what were the plans? A Top Golf style right. um, entertainment venue with the restaurant, also a hotel with parking underneath. And it's like an arcade style driving range was going to be in that same area. Then there was also plans for a new soccer stadium, a smaller stadium sized venue, you know, maybe like a, a 20,000 or 15 to 20,000 seat venue that could do. Some concerts of that size uh, could also host uh, soccer games, and we'll bring another team here to. And that was all going to be kind of in that general area. And then you know this virus happened, and it seems like all these plans kind of went nowhere. Yeah, and, and I think you know you, you probably have that in every city, Brian, where plans have been sidetracked, and now it's a big question mark if if all of them will actually happen. So here's the question, though. All right, that's not happening as originally plotted out. Right. But as we're having this conversation, you have so many new spaces that might suddenly be available. Right. New real estate, whether you use the existing building or not. I mean, doesn't it provide more opportunity to put that kind of uh, you know effort forward when you have potentially, you know, oh, we had to build it here. As originally planned. But now, you know, I don't know. I'm looking here. I'm looking uh, in Amherst. I'm looking over in uh, Buffalo at some unused office space. Maybe we can move this around, get a little creative. There's, there's potentially a lot of empty space um, opening up uh, month by month as leases are coming to an end, Brian. There is more and more space opening up in Western New York. I like, uh, here's my other idea for Dad Olympics. Sorry to get sidetracked, oh, but I was just go. thinking about that. So we have our um, couple of. A big, you know, tent pole events. The peeling, the hot dog peeling competition. I think that would be the big one. You take it off the grill and you have to peel the skin off and uh, cut it up uh, as many as you can, like five minutes. And that's number one. You have I liked uh, in the pool. 
with a 30-ish pound kid. How many times can you throw him up and catch him in the pool simultaneously without stopping? No right. breaks or whatever. You have to just like one motion, just up and down, up and down, up and down. How many times can you do that before you just give up and quit? Uh, someone chimed in sunscreen application like that one. How about this? Getting out of the house. This was me yesterday. It's now I'm now in the uh, phase where it takes forever just to get Ooh. out of the house. Yeah. It's like a 30-minute process now. It's uh, put on shoes. No, I don't want these shoes. I got to get these shoes. And then, you know, chasing around to get to the spot where we're supposed to put on our shoes. And this and that and, you know, trying to get – it's just this whole process. Getting out of the house on a timer. All right. You have someone – a kid on the couch, no shoes on, no anything like that. You have to turn a TV off, put some shoes on, get everything you need to get – time it out the door in the car what do you do i i mean that's that could be event number four everyone given the same scenario yeah. to get out of the house and you are timed by when you back up out of the driveway when all four wheels are in the street right yeah that's when all right you're good i think i think you got the fourth one i like blowing up inflatables like a beach ball ah uh, yes i like that i'm pretty good at it i have to say I don't know, like lung capacity or, or what that, but I can do a pretty good just without like turning blue in the face. I think that has a lot to say about your lung capacity, yeah. I, th- I It's pretty good. Or, or maybe I just haven't tried to do something like big enough. They also make the little thing better because if it's too small, the little thing that you blow in to blow up it's these labels. Yeah, and you just end up like, blow, that's when you really turn red or blue in yeah. the face. because you're losing a lot of air for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that. All right, so blowing up inflatables, getting out of the house, peeling the hot dog, I think throwing up and down, sunscreen. We've like got it. four. We've got four. There you go. Metal events. And then, you know, the, the grand uh, finale is cutting the grass. But actually cutting, not a lawnmower race. Right. No, no. A grass cutting race. Yes. A real lawnmower. Not trim. You have to trim it too. Yes, every all no like stray strands here or there. You have time to do deducted. The whole thing. Time right. deducted. By the way, before we get out of here, I have to say um, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. I saw the Backstreet Boys over the weekend, and great show. They still got it, and lots of space to dance around. Really enjoyed it, and um, just wanted to. I was talking about it on Friday. Just wanted to bookend it. I'm sure you know. I would normally make fun of you, but there there might not actually be like anything more American than seeing the Backstreet Boys on the Fourth of July. There it is, right? Yeah. Right? Right? It's just like the all American dream. And I have to I have to uh, I have to say, my wife reminded me that on our first date, I danced to that song at the bar. We had our first date and then showed her a video of me dancing to that at prom and she still wanted to go on a second date. And then Sunday she filmed me dancing at the uh, at the concert. So I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got David coming up next uh, after the news break. You've been listening to BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle.
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.